0: Hi everybody, and welcome back to the Alopecia Angel podcast, Awaken to Hair Growth. Today, I wanted to talk about acceptance in alopecia, and it's going to be very, very different from the acceptance that your doctors, that society, and that potentially alopecia organizations and forums have told you, Accept that, yes, you have a diagnosis of alopecia. You have a diagnosis of hair loss. However, take control with what you can control. Take control with what you can control, and have faith in that. So, just because you have a diagnosis doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Doesn't mean that you can't do anything about it. Doesn't mean that there's no hope. Doesn't mean that you're doomed for for this type of life, or that you're doomed to to go hair loss, uh, to be hair hairless, and to have hair loss for the rest of your life. No, that's not it. Except the fact that you have alopecia. And then find the solution for it and take action. And if you know me by now, if you follow me, you know that the holistic route is the only route. You know that the natural route is the only route to true healing, to true hair growth, long-term, long-lasting hair growth and health. That's really the only option. And when it comes to acceptance is to also accept the fact that what's around us is not necessarily always for us. For example, as a parent, you know, I need to teach my little one that not everyone is going to like him, that not everyone is going to want him included into certain groups that maybe he won't fit in and that's okay. That's very much okay. And you going through alopecia, potentially you feel awkward doing your regular activities. You feel more shy, potentially more reserved, potentially more recluse in terms of doing your normal activities or finding things that light you up again. And that's okay. There's a time for everything. And right now the time is to heal. The time is to be more aware. The time is to accept and move forward. So for example, if you lose a job, if you fail the class or failed the grade or uh, did bad on the test, or if you didn't get the promotion, or if it took you a little bit longer before you were able to graduate or any of these instances where it seems like a failure, where it seems like a setback, where it seems like it's holding you back, except the fact that's the situation currently, but that doesn't have to be the end all be all. That doesn't have to be your only option. So for example, if you fail the test, that means that you didn't answer some of the questions correctly. That means that there's still more to learn, maybe more to memorize, maybe more to understand completely, thoroughly, so that you can pass the exam appropriately, right? In terms of not getting the job. Rejection, many times, allows you to be redirected in life. And this happens in dating. This happens in jobs. I mentored many times while I was in corporate and I was in corporate many years ago for more than 20 years. And during my time in corporate, I I loved giving back and I loved mentoring young girls in college. And I did through an organization and I was mentoring them in my own industry. And so When i mentored them i told them you know getting the job at a fantastic company that i was working at didn't just fall from the sky i didn't necessarily work for it either but at the same time i was also rejected before i got that exclusive job before i got that amazing job with that amazing company and it it took me a while to get that job it was a bad recession It was uh, around the crash of, or the aftermath, I should say, of the financial crisis of 08, 09. And I had just gotten out of my master's and it was really hard for me to find a job. And it took me a while, more than six months to find a job. And I kept getting interviews but not passing the first interview. And I kept, you know, trying to figure out like what's going on. You know, this wasn't my first go around. I had been in corporate already for more than 10 years after after getting my master's and or before getting my master's. And so I, I knew how to interview. I knew how to dress. I knew how to speak like something was up, though. I wasn't getting the job that I wanted. And I, I just couldn't find it. So then you start to think outside the box and that's what I did. And so instead of just applying to my local area, I started applying applying out of state, out of the country, in different industries, in different locations. And lo and behold, I got the job and it was out of state because in my state, no one was hiring and it was really competitive. And for one reason or another, it just it didn't happen. And so then I moved out of state, which launched this more bigger, better career than I could have ever hoped for. And many times the rejection is the redirection. And I hear that a lot. And now I understand it looking back. I understand it looking back, not just in my career, not just in dating, but I also see the rejection to the redirection in health with alopecia. And many times you know, we're moving forward, we're looking to scale and to grow in all areas of life. And we kind of put ourselves on the back burner a little bit with health. And we don't take what we think we know and apply it or even what we don't know. It could be hindering us like I talk about with blind spots. But the acceptance with alopecia comes from accepting the diagnosis, but not identifying with it. It comes from taking on what has happened and creating a new paradigm and creating a new perspective for you and yourself and others around you. So for example, okay, yes, you're diagnosed with alopecia, but at the same time, you can overcome it. You can choose not to take the medications. You can choose to focus on your health. You can choose to go the holistic and natural route. You can choose alternative therapies. You can choose so many different options, just like if you get laid off or fired. Or let's say they just shrink the company that you're at. What are your options? Well, your options are unemployment. Your options are to look for another job. Your options are to go back to school. Your options are to maybe take a break and live off of your savings. Your options are so varied. There's many options. You don't have to look at it like a failure. It's more of like a redirection and potentially, you know, that job where you got laid off from or that task that you failed is leading you to a bigger and better situation. And yes, when I was diagnosed with alopecia, I accepted it in a way where where, in the same way where, where I accept, Hey, you know, the sun's going to come out tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. I get that sun's going to come out tomorrow, whether it's full sun and blazing hot, or whether it's overcast and cool like it is today, but the sun is still out. So I accepted it. Like I knew, okay, I have alopecia, but I also accepted the fact that I wasn't gonna give up, that I wasn't gonna allow it to define me, that I wasn't going to allow it to put a stamp on my forehead and and tell everybody, hey, I have alopecia. I was gonna do something about it. I was going to take what I could control and control it, tweak it like a little machine. And that's what I did. I tweaked myself in all different ways and all different factors to create ultimate health, to create and reverse my alopecia. And I know it's possible for you and I know it's possible for your child, and I know it's possible for everyone. It really is. Now, just like it's possible to get the promotion, maybe it's possible to pass the test and to graduate and to do many things, potentially there's a workaround. And there always is another avenue. There always is another way to do better. There's always is alternatives. And when I was looking at healing my alopecia, you know, I I started where everyone else started. I started going to doctors. I started going to the dermatologist, but at the end of the day, I knew that wasn't the long-term solution. I knew that that wasn't going to help. And if anything, it was going to deteriorate my health further. And so I stopped and I'm happy I did. Now, granted the road to full recovery took three years, not a short amount of time, but for living the life that I did for going through the motions And not realizing the harm I was doing to myself and to my health. Alopecia forced me to focus on my health and on my hair. And now I'm stronger because of it. I'm healthier because of it. And I've upgraded myself on all levels because of it. And so I'm at a better place today because of alopecia in terms of my health. I'm at a better place today because of alopecia in terms of my purpose in terms of my life's mission, because I mean I could work at corporate all day long and do well and, and thrive. But at the end of the day, I wasn't a hundred percent satisfied. I wasn't a hundred percent happy. I wasn't a hundred percent, just wasn't a hundred percent satisfied with the mission, so to speak. And now I love helping others. I love giving back. I love doing what I do. And had it not been for a diagnosis, had it not been for the acceptance of alopecia, had it not been for the moving forward with alopecia, the being able to heal and get better, heal, not just myself, but my clients as well, I wouldn't be here. And I know you can do this in less time. I took three years, but I know you can do this in less time. And with the right approach, with the right mindset, you can do this, anyone can do this. And it's been proven over and over and over again with different types of alopecia and with different ages from people from all over the world. And so the only thing that sometimes that holds us back is our limiting beliefs. And I say this, I talk about this here and there, but yes, limiting beliefs hold you back. And so accept the fact that you have alopecia, but then do something about it. Don't let it drown you. So for example, with a breakup, many times people drown themselves with a breakup and they hold on to that vision that they had of themselves before breaking up with their their loved one before breaking up with their partner. And I understand breakups are painful. I've been through them myself, but at the same time, that next person is going to be so much better. That next person is going to be worth, worth this pain. And I can say that personally as well, because of breakups in the past, I'm in the best relationship possible today. And I know it's, it's perfect. For me, through the pain, we're able to achieve better than what we expect. Sometimes, like I said, the rejection is the redirection. And so, think of alopecia like a redirection towards your life, a redirection towards a focus on your health, uh, a focus on what you need, a focus on what you want. And I think even COVID taught us that a lot too. It it uh, had a scratch in our heads, right? If life is really so fleeting, and if life is so precious, where we can just like catch some sort of flu and then pass away so quickly. What is it that we want to do today? What is it that we want to accomplish? What is it that we want to have no regrets about? What is it that we want to, how we want to live and and how we want to go about doing it to make us fulfilled, to make us happy, to have a, a sense of satisfaction. But you can't do any of that without your health. And COVID taught us that lesson. But alopecia is also teaching you that lesson right now. What is it that needs to change? What is it that needs to happen for that change? And I will say, let me add on to acceptance of humility, because alopecia also humbled me in many ways. And it's also humbled my many of my clients, many of my clients are personal trainers, they're nutritionists, they're clinicians, they're pharmacists, they're in the health and wellness industry. And yet, They are also humbled at the fact that they have alopecia. They're also humbled at the fact that something's not right. And then when you have another health and wellness professional, look at them, evaluate them and start pinpointing all the things that they're doing wrong. They're like, oh, you're right. And, you know, they're holding on to certain things. And you're like, this isn't helping you. This isn't helping the cause, you know, better. And maybe they don't, maybe they do. I would hope they do, but many times they don't. Cause there are also blind spots. And so once you have someone else evaluate you, then you're like, okay, this needs to change. And then I can start to see the hair growth. Then I can start to do better. And again, once you know better, you do better. And I think being humble and coming back to earth and understanding that there's so much more that we need, that we need and we can, and we should be learning. It's a humbling experience. Alopecia was a very humbling experience for me it, cause I thought I was healthy. I was diagnosed, you know, when I had a personal trainer, when I was very fit, the fittest ever in my life, when I was at my, my peak, when my hair was at its most amazing. And yet I was still diagnosed with alopecia. I thought all my ducks were in a row. I thought I was just on top of the world healthy, but there was still cobwebs, you know, that needed to be cleaned up. There was still things that, that were still there. And not to say that I'm perfect. No, hardly still more room for growth, but at the same time, you know, staying open-minded, staying vigilant and being curious has led me down to this path and focusing, refocusing my priorities, refocusing on my health. And I think this is a huge takeaway because again, a lot of my clients are in that age bracket from 2030s to their 50s 60s so it, whether you're in the beginning of that bracket or towards the end of that bracket either way you want the rest of your life to be super healthy you want the rest of your life without the nagging aches and pains you want the rest of your life with full head of hair and in order to do that you have to course correct in order to do that in order to get those results, you have to course correct and you have to reevaluate everything. And if you are still sitting on your high horse thinking that you are, you've done everything and you know everything, then you're not allowing alopecia to work its magic in you because it is a humbling experience. It is a, let's fix this. We can fix this situation. And it's not just alopecia, it's, it's any autoimmune disease. There's many autoimmune, autoimmune diseases that you can reverse naturally, holistically. So the choice is yours really to accept it, to allow it to define you, to allow it to create this new identity for you or to say, okay, yeah, I have alopecia and I'm working on it and I'm progressing and I'm making all the changes, all the baby steps that I need for better health. You can allow something to define you, or you can allow something to create a challenge. Cause that's what alopecia is. It's a challenge. It's challenging you to upgrade yourself. It's challenging you to become better. It's challenging you, pushing you towards better health because with the sounding alarm, it means you need to refocus and realign yourself with that health. Something's not aligned. Something's out of balance and it could be one thing. It could be two things, three things, four things, five things. There's multiple factors that go into healing alopecia and reversing it and keeping it there for good, right? Because if you've had alopecia in and out, in and out throughout months, years, decades, that's also not a good sign. Alopecia disease is not supposed to ebb and flow out of you. Disease is not supposed to be there, period. Now, if it's there, it's there. You can heal and reverse, but ideally you want to live life disease-free. You want to live life being able to use your whole body, use your whole mind, use your whole spirit, use your whole emotions and have everything be in balanced, in harmony, like a perfect orchestra. See, when you listen to a symphony, you can hear if somebody or some group of instruments are out of tune. And that's the same thing when you have disease in your body you know whether it's something so small like eczema or psoriasis or acne to hair loss or to Hashimoto's or to Graves disease or to lupus or to anything else that's it's a sign it's a ringing alarm that you need to refocus kind of like when a baby cries when a baby cries you need to attend to it something's wrong they need a diaper change they need to be fed they're tired they're giving you an alarm when your car alarm goes off you need to go out and see, is someone trying to steal it? Is someone trying to rob it? Is someone trying to break in? What's going on? Same thing with your house. The alarm goes off. What's, what's happening? There's an intruder. Well, when things start to not function correctly, that's when you need to refocus on yourself, on your body, on your health. And we teach you how to do that. The Hair and Heal program is opening up here shortly. So if you are interested, come and join me on the free training that I will be offering and learn how to reverse and heal your alopecia in four easy steps. Cause that's what it is. It's four easy steps to reverse and heal your alopecia. I will have the opportunity to have you opt in. And so you can join us for that free webinar link will be in the show notes. Thank you so much. I look forward to talking to you next time. Take care. Thank you for listening to the alopecia angel podcast, a positive light in healing alopecia. You can do this and we can help. Spread the word that reversing alopecia is possible by telling your friends and family.